Hello, and welcome to Aunt Blanche's Story Corner. Aunt Blanche's voice is still not quite ready to record a new story for you, so she's asked me once again to help her out by making sure a new story is ready for you to hear. Today's parable is all about work ethic. It's important to accomplish all of your work and to do it well, but the way in which you do your work can be just as important to those who ask you to do it. Get your ears ready to listen carefully and your imagination ready to see as we read Rebuilding the Birchview Dam by Calvin J. Reed from the book Parables from Nature, published by Erdman's Press. The storm was terrific, a cloudburst, in fact. Although the beavers in Birchview Colony did not know enough about the various kinds of storms to call it by that name. But one thing they did know when daylight dawned the next morning. There was a wide break in the dam they had built just below their house. The water was pouring through it at such a rate that they realized it would have to be repaired that very day or else their lake would run dry. Brusso, their chief, was the most respected of all beavers in Beaver County. He was known everywhere for his justice and wisdom. We will begin work at once, he said to Willie Webfoot, who happened to be the best swimmer in his colony. But we will have to have extra workers if we are to finish before dark. You swim downstream as fast as you can and ask some of the other beavers from the colonies down the river to come up and help us. Willie dived in gracefully and was soon out of sight. The first beavers, to whom he told his story, did not seem very much concerned. How much does Chief Brusso pay? asked one of them, still stretched out in the warm sun. Listen, said Willie earnestly. All of you know that Chief Brusso is always kind and fair. He did not tell me how much he would pay, but it's very important that our dam be repaired today. Will you please come and help? Six of the beavers, to whom he had been talking, decided they would at least go up and see the break in the dam. On the way, they agreed that they would not work without a contract, and one of their number was appointed to talk with Chief Brusso. So when they arrived, their leader went over to where Chief Brusso was directing the work. How much do you pay? he asked. We can't work for nothing, you know. Chief Brusso was frankly quite surprised. He himself was so generous and unselfish that he could not understand these beavers who made the matter of pay so important. But he kept his thoughts to himself. I will pay each one of you five pieces of fresh birch bark if you will work from now until sundown. Make it six pieces, said their leader, and we'll do it. All right, said Brusso knowing he could not afford to lose time in arguing. About noon, another colony of beavers, sent by Willie, arrived from down the river. While they did not ask outright how much they would be paid, they did wait for Chief Brusso to make them an offer. He realized what they were thinking and said, If you will help, I will pay you whatever is right. We must hurry if we are to finish before dark. With that promise, they also jumped in and began to work. Later that afternoon, Another colony of beavers arrived. Willie Webfoot was with them. When he told them about Chief Brusso's troubles, they asked no questions, but immediately said to Willie, Of course we will go in and help rebuild the dam. And now, having arrived, they still asked no questions. Although tired from their long swim upstream, they dived right in and began dragging logs and sticks into place and sealing them with mud. And so it was that by sundown, the dam was finished, 
and Chief Brousseau called all the visiting beavers over to a big pile of birch bark and gave them their pay. First, he called for those who had arrived last. To each beaver, he gave six pieces of fresh birch bark. Then he turned to those who had arrived around noon. To each of those, he also gave six pieces of bark. Then he came to those who had arrived early in the morning. They expected that they would receive more. But to each of them, Chief Brousseau also gave six pieces of bark. The early workers then began to grumble and complain. But we worked all day in the boiling sun. These who came last worked only about an hour in the cool afternoon. Chief Brousseau fastened a stern eye upon them. You made an agreement, didn't you, he said. You refused to work without a contract. Then take what you bargained for and be gone. These beavers who came last asked no questions. They were willing to work simply because they saw I needed them. Therefore, I will pay them as much as I did you. When this story became known throughout Beaver County, all the beavers knew that to Chief Brousseau, it mattered not simply how long a beaver worked or how much he did, but how much more in what spirit he did his work. And he became even more famous for his justice and wisdom. This next parable is taken from the Bible story, the story of three kinds of workers, found in Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. One day, Jesus told his disciples this story. Once there was a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire men to work in his vineyard. The first group he hired wanted a definite agreement. He promised to pay them $5 a day and sent them into his vineyard. About 9 o'clock, he found another group of men and asked them to work for him. I will pay you what is right, he said. So they also went into the vineyard. He did the same thing at noon and at 3 o'clock. About 5 o'clock, he found another group standing idle. Would you like to work in my vineyard, he asked. This group went in and began to work without any promises at all. At the close of the day, the landowner said to the foreman in charge of his vineyard, call the workmen and pay them their wages. Pay first those who started to work last. When those who had started to work at five o'clock came, each man received five dollars. When those who had been hired at the beginning of the day came, they thought they would receive more, but they too were paid five dollars each. Then they began to grumble at the owner of the vineyard. These men who came in at five o'clock, they said, worked only one hour and you have made their wages equal to ours, who have worked all day under the hot sun. But the landowner replied to one who had spoken, My friend, I am not being unfair to you. You made an agreement with me for $5 a day, and that is what you have been paid. If I chose to be generous to those who trusted me and were willing to work without an agreement, is it any affair of yours? Do I have a right to do what I will with what belongs to me? You have received the amount you asked for. Take it. And go home. By this story, Jesus was teaching that we should serve God with a glad and willing heart because the spirit in which we work counts more with him than the amount of work we do. I hope this parable reminds you that having a willing heart makes all that you do more valuable than if you do it expecting a reward. Not just willing hands, but willing hearts make the world a happy, more loving place to be. Thank you so much for listening. And please come back soon for more stories in Aunt Blanche's Story Corner.